Greetings, heroes and Force users of all ages. Welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. I'm Alyssa Simmons, and today I'm joined by my two pals, Dino Nicandros. Hello. And Daniel Dawson. Yikes. <laughs> and uh, today we are talking the HBO Max special, Harry Potter's 20th anniversary return to Hogwarts. And by God, we're Harry Potter fans. And who you are or where you came from. I am Iron. Uh, I thought this smelled bad. On the outside. It smells like a new corn here. Inside the Tauntaun, this is our opening song. Alyssa, Daniel, Dino, talking nerd stuff, come along. Inside the Tauntaun podcast, please. Like and subscribe. That was a fun special they made for us. It was really sweet. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed myself. Yeah. It's interesting. Okay, so question first question mm. did you uh did you grow up with the books or the films or both 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 read yeah read all the books before the movies came out the, one, the ones that had come the ones out. that had yeah, come right. out obviously oh, right, before sure. um because how many had was it just the first two that had come out by the time first movie i want to say azkaban no azkaban first had three. been out as well okay and then uh goblet of fire was two th- no maybe it was no, we Goblet, don't know Goblet anything of Fire. About Harry Potter. Welcome to this podcast. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 the first three for sure. Yeah. Goblet of Fire came out, I think, around the time of that Chamber of Secrets. Sounds right. Yeah. I, to me. Uh, yes. So both. Wouldn't know. You did not read. Because Daniel no, does not read. That is correct. We, if you are a That's fan present of the podcast, tense, doesn't you understand read. at this point <laughs> that I can't read. Can't read. I've never read. Tries. My, yep. Can't. Mm-mm. I read the same paragraph over and over again until I cry myself to sleep. <laughs> because my ADD is really great. <laughs> have you tried listening to any of them on tape? Like book on Jim tape? Jim Dale? Uh, you know, I have. D- no. No, I've never done oh, that. I feel like maybe you might like that. Get the audio bo- audiobook versions no, with, and I, with Jim I Dale. I joke and I jest because, like, truly, if, I, if, I have, if I'm in the right mindset and I'm, like, not, like, super scatterbrained, I love reading. Yeah. The, yeah, the, yeah. the source material is great. Like the Harry Potter books, yes. for instance. And look, the books that are on the table right now, these are all Here my books are. that I have read. That's good. Yes. Good. I'm glad. But um, I read them in my adulthood. Not post gotcha. post movies yeah. coming gotcha. out so the the visions that i had in my head were of the film characters that makes sense mm-hmm. i think that's mm-hmm. a lot of people what about you dino did you so uh, i was in i guess second grade when the first a oh, little second the first second, really second or third grade when the first book came out oh my yeah because I, I think i was in the fifth grade fifth or sixth or one? no, no, I'm sorry, not when it came out. When I when I had it read to me, so oh, I see, I see. Our um, because the the first book was 1997. So was that no, before or after you joined the Sith? <laughs> I was in and out for the first ten years of my life. Um, they let you do that. Oh, also, in if you're not a fan of this podcast already, just to prepare you, he will be sympathizing with Voldemort at some point Obviously. during this for sure. Because... Guys, when you have when you don't have parents, <laughs> or rather when you have. 
We'll talk about it later. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. But uh, so my second grade teacher, shout out to you, Lynn Cater. Um, Cute. Read, read us Sorcerer's mm. Stone. Yes. Um, in Texas, were the Christians so mad? Oh, I was in a Christian school. Like, he oh. is not a Christian! <laughs> were they huffy? Were there lots no, of no. huffy parents? No. Oh, wow. Dark sided. No. That's um, surprising to me. I, I Well, and I'll, I'll talk about this later, but I took a class my freshman year at Pepperdine where we had a, a, a seminar class where you could choose the topic from like a list of like 30 that Did they professors choose Harry would, Potter? I, I chose a Harry Potter class that uh, my professor had written a book a about class. Christianity and Harry Potter. How fun. And Christianity in Harry Potter or and? Yes. Yes and. Both. Yes and. Oh, okay. Yeah, both. <laughs> wow. Wow. And it was amazing. But um, Oh, I, I have, yeah, we'll put a pin in that because I'm very curious it's what the hell vi- that was about. Um, it fits very well, oh, but um, that's not surprising. Uh, well, yeah, there's like the there's resurrection. There's most, like a most sacrifice. sci-fi most yeah. sci-fi fantasy things are. Yeah. There's lots of allegory connections and correlations. Allegory is the word, but um, that's a literary word because I'm a literary person. <laughs> I I read books and I am literary literary. And I use a litter box. <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> that's right. So she read it to us in second grade. I was absolutely enthralled by it mm-hmm. and oh, yeah uh, i i read no she read us chamber of secrets as well and then i remember reading prisoner of azkaban and then when goblet of fire came out the goblet of fire uh i was at barnes and noble at midnight to get that one. Oh, awesome um back, when, back when people oh, bought yeah. books oh yeah there, that that was crazy back that, when barnes and noble was like like the king of of bookstores yeah, yeah every time i walk into barnes and noble i kid you i was there right before i left new york i think of harry potter like i think of that that's, yeah. the memory is that, that's, with that's it. all i associate and it's it a was, happy memory it was really cool to see um the footage in the special of especially in the uk yeah like the you know, you you have the memory of it. I I didn't do any of the like waiting at the bookstore right to, when it came out. Yeah, um, I did wait at the movie theater. Yes, I did too. So that that was going to be my question. Do you remember where you were and who you were with when you first saw Sorcerer's Stone? First one. Oh man, which came out in two thousand one. I was definitely with my family. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that we saw it at the Tustin Marketplace. Oh. Is, <laughs> I don't know why that's my memory. But. I was I was with my family. It wasn't. Was it a holiday release? Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. It was, it? it was right in between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that feels right. I feel like yeah. I was. And it was what? It was the year of our Lord. Two thousand and one. Two thousand and one. <laughs> that's right. That was yeah. a big fall. Big fall. Harry Potter and yeah. Lord of the Rings. Oh my god. Whoa. Yeah. Oh my god. That yeah. Was... So I was two thousand one. I would have been in seventh grade wait a minute eighth grade seventh grade or eighth grade yeah, 2004. Of I fall? so yeah. i wonder if i'd say if i saw it right before it was about to become 2002 right. so you would have been in high school because it was it was like december right or no i think it was no i think it was november was it november but, yeah okay yeah. well then yeah I, I might have been i might have been in college oh my god did I see it in college? In Greeley? I saw the later. Oh. I definitely remember being with college friends for the later films. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I think, like, the last last couple I was. Well, yeah. I was out of college. I was already well. in college. I, 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 I just gotten into, like, I was, my first year of college was when I remember seeing Deathly I Hallows. I am and old. Purple. I am ugly. I am <laughs> you. No. You are ashamed of me. No. You are ashamed <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, unlike, um, I think most of my friends, I, I, I like, 
yeah, I was pretty old by the time the the book came out or, or the movies came out. Okay. I guess the books too, really. So I didn't really grow up with them. Like well, so that's the interesting. So did. how is your experience experiencing them as adults? Like, I, I oh, like reading the books as, a, yeah, as an yeah, just, just oh, I, I, they're still like filled with like wonder and emotion and like, but yeah, I, I it's hard for me to 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 put myself in like like child like child ver- version of me sh- shoes. Um. <laughs> that was a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know how how I would have reacted as a child, um, reading the books. But I mean, I obviously loved reading. Um, uh, oh my god, getting through the fourth one was like it's well, it's very yeah. exciting. But my god, is it long? In order, the phoenix is even longer. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I loved reading them. Yeah. Especially yes. all the trans rights things they put in <laughs> oh there. Just so oh, so kind. So kind to oh, all the gosh. trans people. The books were. Oh. Liz, what was your experience like growing up with them? Was your I know your sister um, Hannah's. Yeah, Hannah's a big really likes it. Hannah loves them. We yeah, they're a big part of like we always at least once a year watch nice. all the films. Um, yeah, I think I immediately was drawn to them for the you know sort of sci-fi fantasy element, yeah. which yeah. I have. You know, all three of us have loved our whole entire lives. It felt to me, it felt because I hadn't read any of the Lord of the Rings at that at that yeah. point in my life. Oh, I have. Uh, had. I, oh, yeah, I hadn't because I was 10. So, yeah, that, that, that <laughs> was a no go back yeah. then. You're 10 year old. I think I, I think I read Hobbit when I was 13 or 14. That, so that, it wasn't that yeah, long. That off. Checks out. But um, yeah, I, I think uh, to me, it felt like I was just completely immersed in this whole new world it felt a lot like never-ending story to me which mm-hmm. i loved so much as a kid and um all of them were around my age like i was fifth grade yeah. when the first book came out so i was you know 10 yeah. and um that's i think a lot of my my friends experience because like yeah it, it's growing up in at the age of the characters yeah so like that was like with that them. was really wild to be like and especially when the films came out like the actors are all a little bit younger than me but still in the same like they're my sister hannah's age and so to sort of it was really cool to grow up with characters i think that's why a lot of people from our generation have such a emotional bond yeah an attachment with the books and with the characters from the films and the films themselves because you know those informative years of growing it is very much ours Mm -hmm. i mean it, it is it is this generation's thing and and i wouldn't even say you know, something like Star Wars that has had a resurgence twice over in the last 20 years. Right. They're making it for us now, but it wasn't ours right. when we first saw it, right. you know? So it's it's cool that, like, whenever we share Harry Potter with our kids or, you know, uh, friends as we, we grow older, that that was something that was, as you said, like, truly formative to this generation's identity and... I have nothing but pleasant memories of like some of my best memories growing up are kind of around Harry Potter. Um, well, and for us, you know, it was the first, you know, except for the Star Wars films, like and the Lord of the Rings films. Um, but these films were I'm my, gone with the wind. my <laughs> Daniel's experience da- of Gone with the Wind. <laughs> Daniel was born that about three weeks after that premiered. Yeah, yeah, I think mm-hmm. so, 1936. Yeah. That's right. Um, That's right. But you know, 
which no one experiences now because movie theaters are all reservation. Right. Oh my god! But we all went to these back mid- in my midnight day. premieres of these movies and getting to you know have the hype of everyone around the excitement of oh did you read the book oh yeah yeah I'm so excited I hope I hope that this looks this way and I hope that this character like and isn't we did a let that down waiting in the she's snow. my favorite in the book and like all this stuff so it's really cool no that's not true we didn't have any snow here we don't snow I, I remember it was Deathly Hallows Part Two mm-hmm. so I was in Houston over the summer this was after my freshman year of college and. I, I got a group of like 15 friends together so fun. and we were going to go get in line at like 3 p.m. for the midnight, true midnight yeah, show. Yeah, actual midnight. And yeah. my sister did three hours of prosthetics on me. And, oh my. And, and turned me into Voldemort. To Voldemort. <laughs> okay. Not we're, surprised. I, I, we're I'm not we'll, surprised. We'll post, I don't, we'll post that yeah, on the story the, so you can I don't have my phone with me. But uh, <sighs> And I was sweating and then the paint was coming off. As I was just sobbing, sobbing, sure. At the end of that movie, <laughs> we're, because you're like because, we're in college now, like we're, we're getting to adulthood, and uh, yeah, you're so sad that Voldemort passed away. <laughs> they didn't That's give him it. a chance. <laughs> that, he had the right boy! idea. My boy. <laughs> but I remember, and it's it's unlike anything I've felt in pop culture. I remember like leaving the theater after that was over. And just feeling dead inside. Sure. <laughs> like it was like we all just instantly grew up. It's sure. like that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I just started college. It's like you're in the big old world now, and so are they. Was and the final yeah. movie 2009? Uh, Eleven. Eleven. Got so it. So that... well, there was two parters. So it was 2010 mm-hmm. and 2011. Yes. So fall do... of 2010. Yeah. I was trying to remember because I I was like I like fondly remember that I was on the Cats tour and seeing the last okay. movie. Yeah, with all my Cats peoples. Yeah, bunch of cats. Uh, he, he went to the movie theater with, <laughs> and they all turned into different people. It's like McGonagall. Oh, absolutely, McGonagall is. She is who I based my cat off of, one hundred percent. Oh, I have. I, I believe that. Oh no, it's absolutely out of the question. <laughs> I was bummed she wasn't on there. I mean, she's I Maggie know. Smith, so I know she's. She not, can't be bothered. I mean, she's busy with seven thousand projects, but I also imagine she's the kind of person who might have just said no. Maybe <laughs> it's like I don't, I don't, I don't like I don't. to. She doesn't revel in the past. Yeah, I've seen her say this in interviews before. She she's never watched Downton Abbey. She's never never like, no. She's not. I, I, she's not a nostalgia person. Yeah. yeah, I guess that checks out. I was really you interested. You don't think that she's um, going to be in uh, Sister Act three then? <laughs> I uh, probably not. Mm. They'd have to pay her. I mean, I guess if the price oh, is right. God, I hope that she is. She's the best part. She's very good. She's so great. Um, so going into this special, this HBO Max produced special, which was um, very produced. It was, was very produced. produced. I was sort of expecting it to be in the same vein as the Friends yeah. uh, reunion special, which they produced you know a year ago or in regards to that i am so glad that they didn't have james gordon no i'm just joking but they didn't have but they didn't have a host in general actually yeah i'm glad that they kept it between them because sometimes oftentimes you know you get like a famous host in there or something and then it kind of like they're sort of like it's contrived yeah Yeah. well then they're like it's like you weren't part of the 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 family like you're like you're like this outsider and i don't know and the parts i think that they learned from what they did with the friends thing because the parts that worked really well in the friends special were um having them all walk onto the set yeah and like get like kind of like they did them one at a time so they were like walking Mm -hmm. onto the set and being like holy crap and i mean they were same situation as with um 
with the Harry Potter peeps. It's, Harry Potter you peeps. know, 10 years of their lives that they yeah. spent yeah. in this in this space. And um, yeah, so th- that that worked really well. And when they did, um, when they talked to, like had, you know, surprise guests and stuff, which they didn't really do so much for this. But um, yeah, I thought it worked really well. And I thought it was... Um, sort of was exactly what we were just talking about Mm -hmm. it it was all of the actors sort of getting to just be nostalgic and talk about and think about the 10 years of their lives that they spent and reminding themselves like how much of a family they are Mm -hmm. oh and also uh letting us in on some cast secrets as like i i did not know that hermione wanted to bang draco malfoy that that is something that See, I learned. Daniel here Daniel heard it like that. I heard it like, like we just immediately had this like, you know, brother sister kinship. <laughs> but Daniel is like, Ooh, Hermione and Draco They're gonna bang. <laughs> yeah. Um you know, I think I was relieved by the special, honestly, oh, because I feel like twenty years on from anything really important, you hear and maybe I'm just jaded kind of by life. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, the thing that makes you jaded. Maybe. <laughs> life. But like how, how actors recently talked about like the Star Wars sequels. Oh, or, sure, uh-huh. sure. And that's just one example. But I, I've seen this a few times where the experience might not have been as pleasant as you imagined it or kind of hoped it would yeah, be. Yeah, they're like, oh, I was going through so much like heartache and sadness. Yeah, and it and really was just... only like for them, I think like the last probably two films that I think the, the yeah. fame and everything. It yeah, it's grappling with that. Very difficult for these. I, I mean, I cannot imagine that. No, no. You, you, you uh, yeah, especially as a child, because I mean like, the you know, um, well, I don't know. Like, I, I can't remember in, uh, like, if Mark Hamill and all of them, like, talked about, like, after they had done the first couple of films, like, if they're like, oh, like, I think that this is going to be like this forever. Like, we're always going to be. Well, Mark Hamill always jokes. He said, we knew it was going to be a. No, it was Carrie Fisher who jokes, like, we knew it was going to be a hit immediately, which they did. They That's didn't. not true. They did, no, right? No, yeah. No, no, no. yeah. She's like, I, I don't know what you guys were thinking. I thought this was going to be the biggest thing ever. <laughs> but yeah, when they got to Empire Strikes Back, it was like, oh, God. We are yeah. now, yeah. like, immortal, basically. And But Rupert Grint said it in the special. He's like, there were times I, I, I didn't know who I was outside yeah, of and Ron yeah. Weasley. It which would be very, very yeah. difficult for someone who's at that point you know, had been doing it for more than half of their lives. Yep. Like yeah. that's, that's I mean, like the weird the s- concept of it. Be, like, you know, they started at, you know, all in between the ages of like eight to 12. Right. 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 I kids, can just, so. I can empathize on the very smallest of levels because, but I, I because of this podcast, because of this podcast, you've grown <laughs> up on this podcast. I've watched oh God, you grow up on this you. podcast. Daniel. People throw their panties at me at the supermarket <laughs> because of this podcast. The guy who can't read. Um, <laughs> I um uh but like in Frozen okay, it yeah, was it was yeah. the longest thing I'd yeah. ever done and uh doing as many performances as that as as Olaf as I did and also like my family like my the youngest of my family like my nephews like being like your uncle Olaf you know yeah like, that's that, a, like a huge part of yeah. your identity to them yeah like it was a thing that like I actually had to like kind of grapple with with my therapist I was like I'm not Olaf right like I. I'm me. I can have my own stuff, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 So I, I mean, but I can still like literally on the like the most 
fractional smallest of scales like so like dealing with it on that giant level that they did i can't and in your imagine. like most informative years of life yes that right because like, i'm from, like a full ass grown adult from eight to 18 yeah like that's a that's a whole lot of growing up that yeah. happens in those yeah. years yeah, so yeah, yeah. Very Wowzy. interesting. They they only just dipped their toes into that, but I, I would have loved an entire special just talking about that. I'm oh yeah, curious. I would have listened to them talk about that. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, you always the it's actually quite miraculous that the three of them in particular um, are such grounded, well adjusted, well adjusted human beings. Yeah. Because that does a lot to, especially you know little little brains that are yeah. still developing well and that 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 is kind of part of my relief by the special is number one seeing how much they all uh liked each shush email uh how much they all like each other yeah and then right and then or looking back on it they faked it <laughs> at this point you don't even show up for the special i think yeah well and but that, a lot of people that, didn't yeah. But a lot of people did also. Yes, like also for specials like this, considering how many people are involved and uh, th- the family they they formed, but uh, how positive an experience, you know, outside of the the fame getting to them, but like how positive an experience it was. Because that yeah. reads on screen. Like, yes. It reaffirms that everything you saw on screen was genuine. Was genuine. Like yes. they love each other. Yep. They cared about the material. And then all these famous British actors who we love from all different Everything. things that yeah. they Royalty. too came in and and just had an appreciation for it yeah, and we're so willing to play doesn't and... that kind of validate your oh yeah your childhood experience it's like yeah and they all yeah. this was a good thing and they like, treated all the kids like like they were adult actors yeah respect like yeah. They're, they're, you don't have this this troubled atmosphere of yeah like, there's this going was, on in the background yeah, that or, was my favorite part about it just getting to watch all of them you know talk about you know how how sweet like you know daniel radcliffe and helena bonham carter's like yeah their relationship one minute exchange and it's like that's so sweet and just just like you said a testament to the kind of people that they hired to be in those films and the entire creative team and crew all the directors all the writers like it just yeah it felt nice to be Mm -hmm. like oh this this is a good thing in my you know memory my like life memory and it was real it was real it was genuine and Uh real like i don't have to change my opinion you can tell when you see because the reunion special thing is is very much a thing now even if it's just on a talk show or something and they bring you know a couple of the people from will and grace on to yeah you know long-running uh sitcoms or you know film franchises or whatever and you can tell you can tell when it's like, Put yeah, they, they worked together. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we had a family. It was a family. And like that thing is thrown around a lot. Yes. But this felt very genuine. That happens to in me. like, like when we do musicals and stuff, it's like, you guys were together for literally less than a month. Like, no, yeah. but we're like, we're related now. Like, this is my sister. I'll never forget her. And then you like. Then you do. But you know what? <laughs> uh, in most cases, unless, yes. Unless you marry them. Like, yeah, right, right, right. You're right. Yeah, yeah right. Unless you're that. But see, that's the point I was actually going to make is, yeah, we, we deal with it on a much smaller level. Very, very... But to someone listening who doesn't maybe understand the phenomenon of working with a cast or in a performance. And the immense tr- trust that sort of has to happen when yes. oftentimes people that you have known for minutes are now in charge of your very literal safety, life. Safety, yeah. Yeah, right. You know, flying or, you know, if it's like a 
you know some crazy you know lift on stage I'm or like, your emotional, i just met someone and they're yeah or, emotional or vulnerability trusting people yes like i'm gonna yeah. trust you with my heart right now because well, yeah, yeah i'm thinking mm-hmm. of a, like a very specific moment that i will keep to myself but it was on tell us on tell stage us. where it's just two people you're not in a rehearsal there's no director to save you like whatever happens here is gonna happen and you do form connections and yeah maybe mm-hmm. they they ebb and flow as as time goes on but it's really cool about. to see. You know you don't. Yeah, I do. You don't. Yeah, I do. Okay. It's not, it's not you. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, uh, but after 10, imagine that after 10 years. Yeah. And then you saw each other at 11, and now you can drink legally. Yeah. Like, like just. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a wild That's span wild to life. think about. Wild span. Wild span. <laughs> um, yeah, so what were your... What were your favorite parts of the special? Uh, oh, you know what? Sequences. Um, or... You know, I, I think, uh, well, there was a few, but I, I think, and I not. I don't think it was just because it was at the end of the special that was like, oh, that's the only thing I remember. But, <laughs> but yeah, the I credits. That's possible. You the, love credits the credits are really nice. <laughs> the graphics. Um, no, it was uh, um, Hagrid's uh, description of, I mean, you know, the actor who played Robbie Hagrid. Coltrane. Yeah. His um his description of like you know that like in fifty years they'll be showing it to their kids and like you know like like I won't be here but Hagrid will be you know mm, that's so very like, sweet and, and yeah just like the those those people really do kind of get the feeling that they're like literally immortal you know they are they're they are, it, yeah. you know at least their characters are yeah mm-hmm. but but there there is a portion of them that mm-hmm. is in these characters because like they even said like. You know what's his face like is Ron Weasley. Rupert, yep. You know yeah. he and like they they are these characters. So like they are now literally immortal, which is like such a cool like. How many people can really say that? You know, and it's very very that that was that was touching to hear, especially like hearing it from little Hagrid. He was oh so such sweet. a sweet guy. You can you can tell that all the kids just I call them kids. They're our age. Yeah, um, yeah, right. <laughs> literally, that that they just have such a a love for him yeah yeah he's like a little yeah. like a like a big santa claus dad mm-hmm. person yeah dragon santa mm, dragon santa yeah i i loved that i got choked up at that moment mm-hmm. that that just thinking about um just having like a, a very brief glimpse 50 years from now and imagining watching it yeah and it's still feeling the same is pretty cool mm-hmm. um the part that i mean the part that really made me laugh was Jason Isaacs plays Lucius Malfoy describing stabbing his son with, with his viper cane but the poor and, kid. and and uh, Tom Felton looking back up at him and like oh it's all right it was good for the scene it was good for the scene this poor this little, little baby 12 year old boy is this what acting is <laughs> i guess uh, i'm actually in pain <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure this is for me anymore but keep rolling <laughs> I think that's hysterical, Just and wonderful. it is very much Jason Isaac. He plays some of the worst people, the worst people. Oh. imaginable. He's a good villain, though. He's a very yeah. good villain. Yeah, and he enjoys being typecasted. Like he, he loves it. He, I mean, he, he was the, he was the, yeah, he voiced the Inquisitor on Star Wars Rebels. Yeah. Like right, he's, right, right, right. and he said, "I want to play that live action." It's like, well, come Please on down and do it. We'd like get that, like, to like this year, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Um, get it done, Disney. So I thought, I thought that was hysterical. That, that. 
he knew his little counterpart was game for anything, so yes. he went too far and <laughs> stabbed him in the hand. Whoops. Uh, it was great. But yeah, he does seem like he's like uh, an actor who who's not afraid of making some like bold choices that aren't like actual directions yep. and stuff like the all oh, the 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 moment he talked about like kicking Dobby or whatever yeah and, oh. like, oh, and the director was like, like what because Dobby what wasn't happened? there yeah yeah, yeah. They, yeah they do it in post but the director was like what did you just do I just kicked Dobby down the stairs yeah <laughs> he's, he's like, just like oh let's okay. clean up the spot right. where he where he slipped right. he's like no I didn't slip he's like well why did you do that yeah so funny. it's hilarious and yes you're going to all groan and eye roll. But I'm going to talk about Ray Fiennes for a moment. Here we go. Well, I mean, I would be confused if you didn't talk about him, but <laughs> go on. I mean, he's I've watched, effing brilliant. I've watched a lot of interviews with him over the years talking about Voldemort and how they had to kind of convince him. But once he saw the pictures and then... Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and his kids. Yeah, with his yeah. kids. And then talking about how he starts with physical physicalization and how he really found the character through the voice. And yes. I, I really nerd out on how people embody... Yeah, that's that's my favorite way to get into a character. I, I find the voice. I work outward in. Yep. Like I, a lot of people work inward outward, but yeah, like that for me, it I I don't usually find the character until like I, uh, sometimes not even until I get into the costume. I'm like, yeah. oh, there yeah. he is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's some people that feel that way about like shoes. I know Patty yeah. Lapone like it immediately is informed by whatever shoes the costuming department sure. has mm-hmm. decided to put her character in and so she has to rehearse in her show shoes no matter what just um, like penguin flip-flops she's like yes and now she's I like now I'm, i am the, the walk of <laughs> what's that pink movie called march of the, Pe- march, of the- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> march of the penguins the musical <laughs> starring patty lapone coming this fall <laughs> starring patty lapone and morgan freeman Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, I be, want it. It's I really want good. it. That's horrifying. Really I'm Morgan um, Freeman. But I, I, yeah, I think his, he's he's so brilliant, and even in just like you know talking for two seconds about like when he said like what did he say like hello Harry or something? Harry like, Potter. Oh, just like had said yes. his name. I was yeah. like, oh god. He, he really just he's so brilliant. When he, I remember them describing him on on set like that scene in goblet of fire when he just comes back and all the death eaters are standing around and somebody had described him it's like it was this sadistic dance he he looked like a dancer like he had Mm. there was this playfulness this really sick playfulness he could easily be in cats he could easily be (laughs) easily and then his um there's no one like ralph Hines. And then he describes Voldemort. Like, oh my Voldemort. God, Daniel. Okay, well, it's a work of progress. Work whoa, of progress. Whoa. <laughs> no, but he described like finding the character. He he describes him as pure evil, and yeah. you don't normally describe villains as that. You, I think every actor who plays a villain has to say, "Well, well they don't. Why are th- they they're that not. Way? Yeah. But yeah. they're not evil. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. in they're, their mind." They have a reason. But he was like, I wanted to embody him as pure evil, but how do you how do you find your way into that? And he's like, well, you start with the idea of the... You start with the fact that the idea of love is repulsive. Yeah. And then you go, why? And then you keep asking, why, why, why? And then you have evil. him. And I was like, that's... Whoa. That's pretty. And he's played... Speaking of guys who played some evil people, mm-hmm. he's Schindler's List. I mean... Yeah. Could yeah. have been an audition. He was amazing as the little girl in the red dress. <laughs> the red. No, we're moving on from that. <laughs> we're not doing jokes. So anyway, uh, <laughs> I was glad. To, I was glad to see him, and I was glad to see him enthusiastic about it. 
I, mean, I don't know why he wouldn't be, but it's oh, like no, it's, it's great yeah. to see like these people of huge renown think so fondly of that and taking um, it so seriously. Yeah, right. Alyssa, what yeah. what were your favorite parts? Um, I think just watching everyone reminisce. I I'm oh, I've always been such a huge fan of Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah, and I so, fucking love uh, her. She is an absolute kook in the best of ways. <laughs> she seems and, like she would um, be that laugh. Best friend. Yeah, I really want to be friends with her. Yeah, like so bad. Just go um, up for a drink or something. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, she's so great, and she always because for a while I was like, oh, I feel like maybe she's kind of ah specific flavor mm. and she's very good at that flavor yeah but um i don't know if any of i don't know if you two have watched her in the crown but yeah. oh she's yes brilliant she's but it was margaret yeah yeah so sad so good and so good and yeah. so different from anything, anything else, else she that does. she's ever done um yep well and king's speech by extension yes. she plays a different member of the yes. royal she plays the queen mother but yeah I mean, I remember seeing that, and like, that came what? out in 2011. So right yeah. on the heels right of after, Deathly Hallows, yeah, I'm like, yeah, like, holy that was, cow! That was different. Yeah. So I just loved, um, you know, you always love when you get to hear stories of how you hope people are on yes. set yes. and yes. everything, and how, uh, you know, she everyone described so like, you know, even if, you know, you were supposed to be heading a specific scene you just didn't ever know exactly what was going to happen yep. with her because she's a wild card because she is a wild card as a person mm-hmm. and also bellatrix like free reign to do whatever she wanted yeah jason isaacs was like what? i was trying to hold the scene together never mind like <laughs> yeah he's like i vividly remember and she's like you know kissing in malfoy's ear and, and like yeah you know, literally she's, bouncing around yeah just cackling in the corner <laughs> like it had to have been very invigorating but also um you know, a little scary. That those are those are the roles that I feel like are dream roles. At least for me, it would be just like where you have legitimately you free have permission to do whatever. And, Chaos and, agent. Oh my god! And they'll pull you back if they yeah. like need to, but like yeah, you get to go there. Yeah, don't be a yeah. We'll 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 bring you down. You go balls of the walls. And, right. Yeah. Yeah. And she did. Yeah. So it was just lovely to see all of them. They all just really actually did seem to like each other and even though there obviously were difficult times like you that would be psychotic to look back at a 10-year period and be like it was all roses and puppies you know and to have them be like you know it is the fondest you know a lot of them said is that the fondest memories of their lives yeah well Well, it like almost like was their a lot of their lives yeah yeah. (laughs) but I, i don't know like i this is kind of retreading what I've already said, but there, there's something just nice about um, seeing a positive work environment on something yeah. that big. Because think of all the stories we hear now in our, in our on like stage that. in our own industry. I feel like more often than not, we hear of some kind of just we get a lot of bullshit. type A personalities with like you know lots of lots of. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Not pride, but just like entitlements. Maybe, yeah. Egos. Egos. Yeah, it's, and, it's and an ego battle. And yeah. I, look, uh-huh. we, we it's it would be naive to think that didn't occur. It's of course it somewhere did. in ten years. Did. But think, yeah. but again, they don't all show up and look like they're all on the verge of <laughs> tears when asked very simple questions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. Like seeing positive working environments mm-hmm. for for artists is 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 encouraging. Yes. It's possible. And mm-hmm. it, and it was cool to see that like most of the uh or if all of the directing 
staff. Yeah, all the all. directors were back. Yeah, yeah. And, well, yeah, and all of them, um, the way that they spoke of them was just like such a like, like each of them were like like separate fa- like <laughs> yeah. stepfathers. Yeah, yeah, uncles. <laughs> to each of the characters, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, and were so so kind and um, which, as we know, in big franchises, can be really tricky. You know, yeah. sort of graduating from director to director that way right. yeah and i think that this um and a lot of people will disagree with me but like i, I disagree think, let me get it out first um <laughs> i think that this this film franchise did a very good i very good job of sort of like i said graduating and having it not feel like ah! like a lot of people feel about the prequel Star Wars trilogy and sure uh, kind of the sequel the, the, too. <laughs> the sequel as well and um yeah they sort of as as the books you know developed and tonally became darker and broader and they'd sort they did a great job of putting directors onto the films that matched yes the books yes. yeah 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 you're absolutely right and Speaking of which, I think Dan Radcliffe said uh, Christopher Columbus doesn't get enough credit for what he achieved with yep. those kids. And Christopher Columbus is known for um, uh, working with uh, kids in a lot of his mm-hmm. movies. So right. he was the perfect. He's the Home Alone guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like the perfect guy to to kind of shepherd them. And then, then as you said, they, they kind of started to grow up with Alfonso Cuaron, who's like out there like he's he's made some very edgy tense kind of spooky movies and Um, in their like very pubescent years yeah which i think matched and they talked a lot about that in the special how it was not a stretch for them to no to be awkward you know preteens and teenagers because they they were right and then come goblet of fire there's like hormones were just raging (laughs) so Hilarious. It's just hilarious to think about that yeah. what that set must have been like, and oh. they talked about all the inner dating and all the uh-huh. like anything that would happen at school, and that was school, I mean, right? Like it's so funny to think about, but and it feels like the directors were like purposefully like stirring the pot, like sure. the, he was uh, his mentioning he's just like um, them casting like all these like purposefully hot people, yeah, right. Yes. The Bo Battens and the Durmstrangs come yes. in, and they're all purposefully hot. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. But it's reflected on screen. Like, that's why yeah. these stories are so great to hear from them. It's like, oh, then that's absolutely what yep. was happening. You, that's that, that so is what great. came across, and that mm-hmm. is exactly it. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. a, it's an elusive thing to capture, too. Yes. And, and that's kind of what you hope for in acting, is that it, if not real life, it, it's very close to mirroring the feelings of, of real life. Yep. And, um, damn. Um, yeah. I, something randomly popped in my head, another fun moment, which I think I, it may have already been common knowledge, at least with a lot of the like like super Harry Potter fans, but um, that Alan, Rick, Alan Rickman, uh-huh. um, that he uh, was the only person who knew about how his yeah, I didn't I didn't know ended. that. That's hysterical. And, yeah. I, I think I remember hearing that from somebody, but like, but, but, but hearing the story about how like even the director, like Chris came up to him and was just like, why did you make that choice? And he was just like, I'll tell you. I'll tell you right now. Like just wonderful that well, he, had that, he had that anyone, power over everyone. If there was anyone, you know, as far as a person and a character was concerned who needed to, yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. 
and it's he, he needed to know. And what a yes. what a what a oh like, yeah, it's it's a testament to to his acting ability and earth skill, like as an actor, just to like know that he needed to to ask the writer, like no no no, that this character like has to know yeah well and and think about and they that convinced her of that like, yeah right you know? and and think about that knowing he he has his story fleshed out in his head mm-hmm. so if you go back and watch sorcerer's stone and how nobody I, I, allegedly nobody gave the information like he had to like no he had to ask go, for he it. had to go get it yeah um and if you go back and watch sorcerer's stone with that in mind and how poorly he treats harry yeah it's like he was thinking about his mom yeah oh it, yeah. But Alan, but th- knowing that Alan Rickman already knew that, like yes. that was already built into Snape. It wasn't oh. kind of introduced and kind of I can't retconned. wait to watch. I can't wait to watch them all now. I know, knowing me too. that information because yeah. I feel like that's gonna. I'm just gonna be like, yeah, watching it's there him the, entire the entire time. It is really there. The and whole you, time. I mean, you feel that because he's a brilliant actor, anyways. Mm-hmm. And even if he didn't know. I would just, be- I would be like, he did. We did. Well, we did believe it. We like, did. Well, first, we, we, first we saw the full like, arc. I was like, oh, wow. And you're like, like, you I look back there. at all those films and you're like, oh, no, it, it's all there. But it's, it's cool. Be- like, and I, 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 man, I, I would have watched a whole special just on that, too. Because, like, um, uh, uh, you know, a lot of the directors might have directed him completely differently. And I, I suppose, I suppose J.K. Rowling could have always, like, because I don't know exactly how hands-on she was like in this like on set she was i mean pretty active i think yeah but. i would assume so but like if so if the director ever like made snape do something that like was weird was weird and not she, like he, she, yeah. she probably would have put the kibosh on it yeah. i assume yeah. but like um but the fact that he was able to probably do that be like oh that's not how snape would would yep. would say this so it's got to be this um that's 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 but so in like cool. the most polite british way right possible. yes yes <laughs> gentlemanly british. i mean it, it's always been the case, but they absolutely nailed the casting. They really did across across the board. Like, but I mean, it's mostly with um, my favorite character of all time in Luna Lovegood. Luna Lovegood. Yep, there it is. She, well, she is. She, she, she truly is. is the greatest she... cast character in all of TV movie history. And that that story about <laughs> writing to to J.K. Rowling and telling her about her struggle with loneliness and yeah and then she got to she say? she said my world would be nothing without the, oh, the harry potter books god i will never are forget are you joking i'll never forget her the the driest of deliveries with her like lion outfit <laughs> on <laughs> that that head <laughs> that head She's piece around like you don't look well ron <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so good she is truly... i cannot believe that she I mean, I can because she is Luna Lovegood, she but is. I just, they lucked the frick wow. out finding her that ridiculous what? And finding call. those kids and then betting on them yeah. for 10 years that, because Alyssa, you and I were talking about it this afternoon that kids don't always end up looking, um, I guess the way you, they, or, they don't grow into the person you imagine they're going to grow yeah. into. Well, and, and also, or acting, acting. Uh, right. I mean, right. you watch that, like yeah. little kids on that are like little babies on sitcoms and, you know, it's always like fingers crossed. Like Ooh, I, I always they get good. Yeah. Like that, that girl from Modern Family. Oh, she. Oh, <laughs> it just wasn't it. Oh, it, just wasn't it got it. so bad. It got so, <laughs> so bad. Like, well, we're stuck with it. I mean, well, they can't. You, they can't recast her. You, you could. You they could. They do sometimes. And they but do. It's, 
but it, yeah, yeah it, it always is weird and actually like it is a miracle that they like didn't have to i mean they only recast one person which was but it was only because he was yeah they michael gambon replaced richard harris's yes. dumbledore yeah yes. right and, and but i mean um so that was just out of like 100 percent necessity like but with everybody else, they 100% lucked out. And like, those kids... They were just like, oh, we'll make it work. But, like, they were all really good. Because they... Right. I think that... I think mostly they... they The directors were smart because they didn't just cast people that were, like, good actors. They just cast people that, like, actually were the people. They had spirit. <laughs> like, the, their spirit matched yes. the... Yeah, which for kid for kid casting is, like, such The entire a battle. Good, yeah, yeah. Such a good example. What you have to do. You... you yeah, <laughs> that that's the part that made me laugh the most was when Daniel Radcliffe said, "I was this really bright kid, really you know, funny kid with a haunted side, I guess." <laughs> 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 I guess that's what they saw me. It was like that's a really good example though yeah, of how yeah. he read. Like and and they all grew up into the best version of themselves. Like you look at them now, it's like those were absolutely them. Yeah, you, you believe it. Like, totally. It's, yeah, it, like for instance, if they. Um, uh, if they were to do like a sequel, yeah, you know what I mean, and like have them be in it, plug like, and play, yeah, it would be, it be super easy because yeah. they're the same people. They are them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are them. Yeah, Ron, Ron is like, uh, I think out of all of them, like probably the most like maybe like the one that's I don't know if matured is the right word. But, yeah, like is that what it is? He's extremely he, grounded. Yeah, he's gotten so much more grounded. He's got a, a child, I think. Is that? I don't, mm-hmm. um, yeah, he like, like he he. Se- I I don't want to say he, he seemed exhausted, but like he just like like he's he's not as like like oh. a wild card. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. Uh huh. But that you know that's that's what happens when you when you when you grow up. Yeah. You know. To some people, I suppose. To mm-hmm. some people, probably. Yeah. Probably. Just like me, I am yeah. much more subtle than Daniel's I was. So calm. than when I was a child. Can you imagine that? Oh, for a moment. <laughs> I can. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. Uh, no, you know, actually, it was a little bit the opposite. To be honest, I you were I, shy. I was. I was like, oh yeah. my god, I don't want to do anything. I'm so shy. Yeah. So I, yeah. I a lot of reserve. Yeah, this is my <laughs> reserved energy. Yeah, I was shy too. I think I did my first impression of something when I was like. 11 or 12 oh wow and my parents were like what the hell is wrong with you i was doing she's a witch (laughs) burn her i was doing share and like (laughs) yeah share in this weird goat character called goat girl goat girl goat girl Mm -hmm. and i was doing darth vader's lines from return of the jedi into my grandpa's he had a like a handheld microphone plugged into (laughs) Into his pc pc (laughs) and we would yeah. Change the the voice setting, and I do all the lines, and that was it. <laughs> but um, oh God, for those listening or watching who don't know, all two of you, what houses oh, do yes. you belong to? Well, I Let's am the first time I took the test. Uh, I was a, I mean, you know, he tested positive. Yeah, I tested positive. And yes, I tested positive for, and I, I'm actually. Going it was a nasal to, swab for your Hogwarts test. This, this is going to be. I did the, the mouth one for the for my first oh, test. I think this so is super did, accurate. Mine was. <laughs> I think this will be more fun. What do you think oh. I tested? And I'll tell you what I actually tested. Oh, squib. okay. What do you think? I said he was a squib. Which squib. Means, squib. Which means, uh, a combo. Well. Means somebody who's in the wizarding world but can't practice magic. <laughs> um, I would say definitely do not give this man a wand. Honestly, I think you're like a I think you're like a combo. You're right, a Hufflepuff. I think you're I I think you're either a Hufflepuff or a 
Griffin Puff. Griffin Puff? He could be a Griffin Puff. You're completely correct. Or a, a Huffledore. Was it those three? It was Griffin Puff. Griffin, Griffin Puff. Puff. Yeah, it was Griffin Puff. I uh, first first tested Hufflepuff. Second test Gryffindor. So I am now, have you, right in between. Did you did you do this on Pottermore? I did. So did you get your Patronus as well? Do you know what your, your I don't know. Uh, I, 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 I haven't didn't do done that because mine. I was like my Patronus is Elaine Stritch. Period. Okay, I, I've got that. So expecto patronum, another <laughs> Dementors will not come anywhere near you. Nowhere near. He's safe. Yes. He's safe. Yes. Um. Okay. Uh. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. That tracks. Yes. That tracks. Okay. So you. I, but the problem is, I like. I think. I don't a hundred percent remember, but I think I already know what you are. Easy. But... You're Slytherin. One hundred percent. Yeah, you're a Slytherin. So what? I would say you're a Ravenclaw. I'm also a combo. Yeah, you're a Gryffindor. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Gryffindor. So what are you? I'm a Gryffindor. Oh, you're a Griff. Well, so I, yeah, I, I think we all like think that you're because you know you because you always you like the evil evils. characters. Well, I think that also there are tra- you know it's just like with horoscopes a- there are traits from every. I messed around with that quiz. Yeah, yeah. and there is well there I don't know which question it is but there is There's one question one difference. That's- and I don't, oh, I, I can't figure out which one it is. One question, what? There's one question difference between Gryffindor and Slytherin, at oh, least in really? my experience. Oh, and you know what? And and that's the thing. You know, a lot of of the evil characters happen to be in Slytherin, but it's not that they're like it's actually not an, an evil. evil. Well, Harry was supposed to be. So yeah, Harry exactly. was in Slytherin, exactly, and yeah. he chose. He's like, Gryffindor. No, no, no. And I think it's about. Um, I think it, it's something about power right like in slytherin like in, in, yeah and seeking well S- slytherin is, is ambition mm-hmm. and Gryff- gryffindor th- there can be an arrogance associated yes. with gryffindor but it's it's also it's like a courage and bravery and pride, like a pride versus ambition i think is kind of a yeah that makes sense yeah. also and the hufflepuffs are the i do clowns. like the villainous <laughs> characters but that's because they're I, cool I, they're cool because they they, they don't <laughs> i don't exist in that yeah, world. they're they're complex. So it's like and... you get to yeah, yeah, yeah. you get to do bad stuff, and I'm very much not that. So person, the good news so. is that it sounds like we'd all would have been in the same potentially in the same yeah. class. We'd have been in Gryffindors together. Yeah. Okay. Here's another question. Since okay. we're playing like 20 questions sure. Harry Potter style, mm-hmm. uh, we're on the Quidditch team together. Okay. What posi- okay. what position oh. are you playing? Oh, I mean, probably not the. Well, I don't know. I am pretty good at video games. So. I think you'd be a beater. A beater? Mm. Honestly. That's interesting. You've got good hand-eye coordination. I do. From your video gaming. Certainly. Like, I could imagine you like it, taking great pleasure in just smacking someone. Well, you you, you know, when I was, I, I did play softball with Alyssa. There you go. Did. You're a beater. And You're one of our two beaters. He did. He hit the ball, too. He I got did. a couple of base runs. Right? I, be- I believe that. Yeah. I, I scored a couple I, I was points. terrible at uh, hitting in baseball. I was good at stealing base. Once I was on base, it was oh. over. Mm. That sounds like a very Slytherin thing to do. Slytherin. Well, Slytherin. So, uh, so I think you would be a beat. I think a you'd beater. be a beater. A beater. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. What would you want to be, Alyssa? I want I to be know. a lion tamer. I so we've, we've got... That's Whoa, a, that's a that is a throwback. Deep grab. Wow. Deep grab. Speaking of college. Whoa. <laughs> lion tamer. Last time I heard that song. Um, so we've got the, song, though. The, the chasers, out. the beaters, the keeper, the seeker. I think that I... Perhaps would be a keeper. Keeper. Okay. So you're that. That's the uh, defender. The goal person, defender right? of yeah. the mm-hmm. defender Whacking of the hoops. the balls away from the goal. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that. Sure. That yeah. sounds goalie. 
Yeah. Well, yes, when we played... Uh, when we played softball, I was catcher. Okay. Catcher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so look at this. It's exactly so, what it was. And I, I think I'd be a seeker. Cause a seeker. Yeah. I liked to move fast when I was young, and mm-hmm. that's all you need to be able to do that's for true. that. That's true. And he's the star of the show. Yes. Well, or... Or you're just Somewhat. struggling for days trying to find this niche. Because <laughs> literally, there's no end. Yeah, right. Never uh, ends. Brutal game. Guys, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I will never find I really it. Liked, I liked, I liked um, Chris Columbus talking about how... Christopher they, Columbus! They needed, they needed to be able to explain, you know, obviously, in the films, right. what Quidditch was they give Oliver Wood very, like very quickly. Um, they got an entirely rule book. Yeah. yeah, so cool. Well, I have, she she published that book. I think I have it on my bookshelf. Yeah. Like Do it's you? it's great. Like that's it's amazing. it's it's a rule book. It's that's fantastic. Not, that's awesome. That's so fun. Yeah. I I you know we would be. I mean we we should mention that it was very interesting to see how they dealt with mm-hmm. J.K. Rowling's situation. Yeah, it was as very. It were. They were very tippy tippy toe. Pre recorded. They definitely did They definitely didn't like. I mean, because it's not the right place. They weren't like gonna say, you know, oh well, J.K. Rowling is canceled or anything like that. But, yeah. they, but they they barely had her there. And when they did have her on camera, like there was a little asterisk at the bottom that said like recorded from twenty nineteen. <laughs> yeah, it's like we didn't yeah. know, we didn't know at that time. But, but you know, I think time. Daniel Radcliffe addressed this. I don't know, remember if it was a couple years ago. He did. Someone asked him about it, and he said, yeah. "Look, what she said about that, I it's not. I don't subscribe it, to that. Well, and neither does her creation." Yeah, right. Like, exactly. Uh, you, there is you are able to take what she wrote in Harry Potter at face value. Yes, it, you can still do that. Like the world of Harry Potter to me, like like Hogwarts is like all are welcome. Yeah, it's, the idea it's of the acceptance. Opposite, it's the opposite of exclusivity. Yeah, right. it's, it's everyone so... is there. There are no there. There is so, no lonely like no, no loneliness. No. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and That's and I remember I the articles it. that I, I there was one article. It might have been in the New Yorker that said it's time for this generation to let Harry Potter go. And I was like, that is That's that is the exact opposite. Mm, yeah, yeah, I feel like it's 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 more time for us to like gain ownership of it, like over that bullshit. I guess you know, and, and it's right. hard because you know, as long as as long as she lives, she will continue to benefit from the money that we pour down. That <laughs> yeah, you know. Which is unfortunate, um, but uh... you can also hope that with time, because because I think of J.K. Rowling and the suffering she went through when she was writing the books. Yeah. I have to hold out hope that someone who had the wherewithal to write books about acceptance, yeah, and and bringing everyone into the big tent will will gain an understanding at some Eventually. point and i hope i, I hope. really that's a good hope. i hope yeah, for it because yeah. it really is a shame mm-hmm. to uh to not that she has tarnished it but to even risk like ruining something that meant so much to mm-hmm. to not just us but the people she kind of alienated well yeah there's like a whole i think that's they, like, they, i think they, that's they've what always the, seen themselves i think that's part. what the most hurtful thing about it is because you know it's like just like you said the the books are all about not being alone and finding family and finding connection and being true to yourself and it feels like there's a lot of allegory in there courageous when times are hard and Mm -hmm. awful and and um 
yeah so it's it's really a shame but i i well, do yeah. i do hope secretly that, uh, writing that Albador, uh, uh, dumbledore is actually gay you know like <laughs> you know like that was like a oh my gosh like she actually mm-hmm. like wrote that into the like so it, it gave it gave a, like a lot of us like so much hope um about the series and i i, I so yeah i i like to hope and dream that she she will come around someday because it just seems the, the most out of character and so doesn't it though like so, so yeah, somebody who strange. wrote who wrote the way she did it, it really came out of left field because yes. it's like that's that's nowhere to be found yes but so, like yeah, yeah she 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 yeah. she wrote off the it's trans community but they absolutely belong in hogwarts yep yes if you're living so and you breathing. heard it you heard it here all of our trans friends that's right you are in hogwarts no matter what has been said you are welcome there. All are welcome at Hogwarts. All are welcome. Oh yeah, we got we got some bright um, washed out light there for a yes, second. We did. Thank you, lighting design. But like <laughs> like speaking of all the allegories, like I I we can and should uh at some point really Do dive like down those whole, rabbit holes. Yes, I I'm totally think we should do like we, a we, full blown Harry Potter time. S- since obsessed. we've opened this podcast to the fandoms. The multiverse of fandoms like we would be remiss if we didn't we touch the to... one that like was yes. ours. Yes, I'm down. Um, Let's do it. So we'll do that uh, <laughs> at some point. At some point, we also want to do Amid Lord the... of the Rings as yeah. well. So we're... another big twenty Woo! anniversary. But um, maybe somehow, the if there's like a break in releasing, things. there's no break ever again. <laughs> there's no breaks, especially not this we, year. We just oh t- we just took a giant break, and there will never be another one because right. they've, they've got it's such a possible. backlog of yeah. But well, uh, we'll we'll fit it in. Yeah, we'll sprinkle them in because. I would love to yeah, that'd spend be fun. more time talking about. The, there's some good stuff. It. I want to talk about that class I took. Is it's uh, oh yeah. yeah. I want to hear, I yeah. want to hear more about that because it's so interesting to me. It's interesting. Yeah, I think we could have it that conversation about all the different. You oh, know, you bet. Lord, Lord of the, the Rings and Star Wars, mm-hmm. and I auditioned for a um, series like a couple weeks ago. Um, that's all about just correlating religion to star wars in, cool. in particular cool so i had to my audition tape was like talking about how how i identify you know spiritually or religiously mm-hmm. what my connection is with star wars and what i think about them i love it and i was like please oh please and i, I didn't love it. get it though ah crap so don't watch it so you wouldn't know genius if it bit him in the face no no i do i am i'm gonna it's on like my radar now so i can't like, wait when it when that is released i'm like yeah that's, that's cool awesome so well, well, any final thoughts? Happy Christmas, Harry. Happy Christmas, <laughs> Harry. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Happy Christmas, Ron. There were so many great moments in that. Um, but yeah. Well, we'll come back to it. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, we'll think on it when next we touch Harry Potter. We'll, and we'll we it. might be going to Universal oh, this week. Oh, that'll be so fun. We just talked about it. We're trying to, we're... to make the most of our time together here. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we bring our, we'll bring all of our equipment. Oh, my gosh. And we will, we will make a well, podcast yeah, we can, we can on the ride. <laughs> on the ride. On the ride. Oh, throwing up. <laughs> Sweet. All right. Well, it is a bark machine. Uh, all right. Okay. Well, that was the the HBO Max Harry Potter 20th anniversary return to Hogwarts. Yes, and you will see this uh, visual podcast also on HBO Max. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> oh my We're going to submit it. I'm sure it'll be on there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they'll put it on there. They'll put sure. it on there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. I'm Alyssa Simmons. And I'm Daniel Dawson. And I'm Dino Nicandros. May the force be with you. Always. Please like and subscribe.